0: This is the Wealth Game podcast. Where business owners and investors learn the game of growing and keeping more of their wealth through the same tax and investment strategies used by the wealthy. Your host, Brent Beeman, is a CPA, tax advisor, and president of Beeman & Company. Today we're going to go over uh, some information about RVs. We'll talk about how to make money with RVs, how to save taxes, by buying an RV. And I'll give you a little bit of a backstory on how I got into the RV business and what my wife and I did for a couple of years. Back in 2020, right as the pandemic was kicking off, my wife Candace and I, we really wanted to travel. We've got quite a few young kids. We've got five young kids. They shut the schools down and we just thought, let's let's buy an RV and let's let's travel a little bit with it. And of course, my accountant and the CPA brain, I'm like, well, I don't really want to buy an RV. Maybe we rent one because if it's just going to sit there most of the year, we're just going to lose money on it. So I just started to look into ways of how we may, might be able to make money with it, how we might be able to save on taxes by buying it, of course. And after running the numbers, it just really made sense. And I'll explain a little later why it makes sense and how the numbers work out. But we ended up buying an RV, I believe it was April. 2020 and we we traveled quite a bit. We went to some national parks in Utah, Wyoming, we traveled to Idaho, and we traveled quite a bit with it. But after the the first couple trips, maybe a couple weeks of traveling, we thought, okay, well, we're not gonna be living in the R V. <clears throat> we're not to that point yet. And let's uh when we get back home, let's clean it up and let's let's start renting this thing out. So we ended up, we started Uh, We started an LLC, We started an an RV rental business, and we ran this thing, this business for two years. We ended up with three different rental RVs, pretty high-end RVs. I think there was some strategy to that on renting the high-end ones because most of our client base, they would fly in from out of state, they'd fly into Salt Lake City, they'd rent the RV from us, and then they'd they'd drive up to these national parks, and it, it ended up being pretty expensive trips for these people just the flights alone were expensive and the fuel and of course renting the rv on top of that they were expensive trips so we wanted to make sure we had some some high-end rvs for these people to rent out that wouldn't break down that were were fairly or, or practically brand new and we ran that business all of 2020 we did it all through that season all of 2021 and just a little bit into 2022 when we decided to shift gears and get into more of the the short-term rental business but it ran really well for those two years those three rvs that we had and that that's kind of my backstory, my experience with the rv rental business uh we are not doing it uh right now we're not running this rv rental business anymore but uh, we had a really fun time doing it we learned a lot and saved quite a bit in taxes and kind of rolled some of the that money into other investments here's some stats on rv ownership there are 11 million households in the united states that own an rv this was an, a go fact if i'm not completely sure if it's true or not but 11 million people had owned rvs and on average less those rvs are used less than 20 days per year so you think of that you've got a some people buy a brand new rv it sits there 346 days a year. It just, just sits there, not traveling, not doing anything. On average, it's used 20 days a year, which that might even be skewed because some people are living in their RVs and that might skew the numbers quite a bit. But one or two weeks, that that kind of makes sense. That That's probably what we would do. And we do have a travel trailer now, but that's probably about what we use, our our travel trailer a year. So these RVs sit there most of the year, and so think of that opportunity you could have if you want a travel trailer and you only want to use it one or two weeks a, weeks a year, which is the average. Just think of what you could do if you could turn it into a side business and save on your taxes at the same time. That's, I think, where the opportunity comes in if you're not going to be um, using it that much anyways. So the, I'll break it into two pieces. So one, one side is the benefit of saving taxes by buying this an RV, and the other side is making money and how you can make money by renting an rv so first the saving tax side and, and the reason it does work to save on your taxes is because of the current tax law when you were buying an rv as a business owner or you're buying an rv with the intention to make money off of it and let's assume it is 100 percent business use uh, you do have the opportunity to use bonus depreciation and bonus depreciation is part of the tax law which is where if you buy something for business use, you can fully deduct that or write that off against your taxable income in that year that you buy it. So, whatever your your taxable income is, let's say you have $200,000 of taxable income and you go out and buy a $50,000 RV, and that along with your other business expenses will reduce your $200,000 of taxable income. So now instead of paying tax on $200,000 of income, it reduces it down to $150,000. That the purchase of that RV will directly reduce your taxable income. And again, the intention to make money and running it like a business, saving documentation, you've got still have all those requirements. You need to intend to make money with it. It's not just a personal RV you're going to be writing off. Intend to make money with it and actually go make money with it and you will get that deduction. And if you're in in that example, it, your average tax rate might be about 30%. And thirty percent of fifty thousand dollars is about fifteen thousand dollars of taxes that you would save. If it was a one hundred thousand dollar, a one hundred thousand dollar RV, and you're in the thirty percent bracket, you'd be saving about thirty thousand dollars of taxes. So it's really amazing what you can do, and you can roll that the tax savings into other investments or into savings or other, yeah, another RV if you wanted, like we did. So and related to the taxes, just. I would recommend having, having an LLC to own your RV. I'd recommend to have a bank account to save your documentation and just make sure it really is an RV that you're, you're holding it out there and making it available to rent. And it's not just an RV. You're not just trying to play games with the government, but you're actually using it to make money. So make sure you are running it like a business. So the second part, I'll give you some recommendations on, on how to make money with the RV itself. So, we, while we do, I feel like we do have a lot of friends and families that wanted to rent the RVs from us. We still wanted to get it out there to people across the nation that wanted to rent these RVs. And there are two rental sites that we use to rent these RVs. And we put them simultaneously or just concurrently. They were running full time on Outdoorsy and RV Share. These RVs were always up and available for rent on on Outdoorsy and RV Share. We would just need to update the, the calendars as it would say rent from one we'd have to go manually update the calendar on the other one just so it wouldn't wouldn't ever get overbooked there might be some softwares and stuff right now that could do that for you automatically but we did that automatic or we did that manually so outdoorsy.com and RVShare.com are those two sites that that you would use to get it listed and the the next recommendation I'd have is make sure you do have good insurance while outdoorsy and RVShare do both have insurance As part of it, if you've got renters that are damaging things, and it actually was pretty common because a lot of these people are new to RVs and don't know how to use them, and just driving them alone was kind of a hassle for them too. Um, While they do have insurance, make sure you've got your own insurance. You might be double covered in some cases, but there will be issues that come up. I can promise you that. Just from our experience, there will be issues that come up in renting those and and. We never had any major crashes or major accidents or anything, just minor things that just were kind of a pain and a hassle, but just make sure you have insurance on it. And another recommendation is I would have have your nightly rate on an outdoors and RV share and make it a competitive rate so it's getting rented, but make sure you do have additional charges that you're adding to that nightly rent. Add a cleaning charge, um, like a... a, a we would do like a combined cleaning. What did we call it? A cleaning, prep, and dump fee. I think it was 150 to 200 dollars. Just every time you're turning that thing out, it it takes time, and we ended up paying cleaners to clean them. We just didn't have time to do it, and so we wanted to cover the cost of the cleaners. And so, if you do have, yeah, any additional charges or turnout costs, make sure you are charging people for that, so you're not you're not getting dinged for it. And I would track your time for how much it takes how much time it takes to turn over these rvs just to help you determine if you are getting a good return on your investment and if you're not uh, try raising your price make sure you're competitive i wouldn't be the cheapest one on there because there is a lot of wear and tear on these things as they're getting used so don't have the lowest fee or don't have the lowest nightly rate um you don't want it rented every single day but uh, you still want it want it to be worth your time so in, in relation to your time, I would recommend doing a training video for each of your RVs or your RV. Just walk your potential renters through everything. Maybe even send it to them after they've rented it, like after they've booked it, just walk them through how to do the septic dump and how to turn on the power and how to put out the slides or drop the beds down or attach the jack. Just send them a video. It'll save you a ton of time and a ton of questions and troubleshooting after the fact, because there are just so many questions every single time someone would take it out. We'd have very, very similar questions. So we ended up making some videos for these. It ended up saving a lot of time. And just remember, a lot of these people are pretty new to RVing. That's partly why they didn't want to buy one. They're new to it. You got to do quite a bit of handholding, but just Make sure you just give them a heads up on, on the risks and things to watch out for, troubleshooting items, and it can save you a lot of time down the road. And, to, and related to saving your time, I would hire a cleaner as well. Um, well, we would if you've got the extra time or if you have a spouse or kids you want to get involved in your business, you could have them do it. But if you don't have the time to clean it, make sure to yeah, hire someone to do it for you. But that's, that's our experience with renting RVs. Uh, you can save on taxes. You can make money with it. Um, I'd say, we to give you some specific numbers on our RVs, they were about $100,000 RVs, and we did end up getting loans on them. You can get loans on these things, and you can get the same tax deductions. You can save the same amount of money or make the same amount of money, whether or not you paid for it in cash or got a loan on it. And then when we sold them, we would just pay off the cash and or pay off the loans and got any excess cash so it turned out really good for us uh, with the timing of the market the timing of the kind of the values of rvs they went up quite a bit from 2020 to 2021 and they kind of stayed level into 2022 so i feel like our timing was really good and it wasn't it wasn't really planned that way i feel like we got a little lucky with that but i would watch that kind of the depreciation kind of the drop in value as you buy RVs. I would of course try to buy low try to get a good deal on it because that new RV as soon as you drive it off the lot will, will drop in value quite a bit but just make sure you're you're taking that into account into what you're making and what your return is on these RV rentals just the purchase price and ultimately what the kind of your exit strategy is the ultimate sales price of these because it is a it's a fun way to make money fun way to use something that's sitting around anyways but good luck with that and hope the best thank you for listening to today's episode be sure to subscribe and please provide a review of what you thought of this episode for specific topic requests or questions to be covered please email questions at wealthgamepodcast.com